様、本当の名は何という十ゲーム、十ゲーム、五島のすり切れ、カイジャリ水源の水源末、雲来松、風来松、クーネルところに住むところ、ヤブラコーのブラコーパイプパイプパイプの修林岩、修林岩のグーリン大、グーリン大のポンポコビー、ポンポコナーの超救命の長介。キングダの私の名も順元の順元も五行のセリフで書いてる次元の次元を待つ運来待つ運来待つ空なるところに住むところヤブラコーディーブラコーディーパイポパイポのシュリンガンシュリンガンのグリンダイグリンダイのポンポコビーのポンポコナーの超級名の超好き Hello everyone and welcome to 5 Grams of Iron the official podcast of the anime of the manga of the Hiromu Arakawa I'm Eddie Colazzo also known as Denny Brosh yeah. and with me as always is Brooks Ucklesby They call me Funny Bear How's it going everybody? <laughs> Funny Bear and Denny Brosh, our two favorite characters, are back. Hello, I am driving my ice cream truck. I have just invented the 1920s ice cream vehicle. Have you heard of refrigeration, as well as cold, creamy treats? Well, <laughs> you're gonna love this. Hello, I'm Funny Bear. <laughs> A long time no see, Mustang. It's Funny Bear. Funny Bear! Re- returning against orders, Colonel Mustang. <laughs> yeah, so Funny Bear's back. What, Funny how are you? How have you been, man? Alright. Um, the other day, I, it was my, um, brother's birthday. Mm-hmm. We, we don't need to, we don't need to, uh, dwell on this too long or comment on it. I just wanted to let you know something that I went through the other day. Sure. Uh, so my l- little brother's birthday, he turned 16 years old, so my mom said, let's go eat food in public. So yeah, said, dude. Um, so we went, and it was just some, like, bar and grill, bar and or grill style food. And we're eating outside, and then he's like, okay, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. Uh, and then she's, she's like, you know, I worry so much about both of you. Like, even if I know, like, you're driving or something, like you said, you're coming here and I'm just worried about you, worried that something's bad gonna happen to you. And I know you're Puerto Rican, but you have white skin. Uh. So I was like, huh, what? So. What does that mean? So is, is that, is that because you, you're white passing? So like Antifa style thugs will do reverse racism at you? Yes. Okay, <laughs> got it in one. Yep. Uh, so I had to, and then, and then my brother comes back from the bathroom as she's explaining that, and he just goes, oh. <laughs> so, that's kind of how. Well, how was the food? It was fine. I got a Reuben. It was decent. That's solid. So, so, so then I was just, I was just purposely being an asshole. So she's just going off forever. About everything that she thinks is important. She's like, well, tell me this. Do you think the police should be abolished? I said, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. And my, and she's Let's just burn like, this Perkins down. Let's go. Then she goes, so I bet you're going to vote for Joe Biden. <laughs> I was like, hell yeah. I'm voting for him twice. Yeah. I love that dude. <laughs> epic, so epic glasses, liquid swords tweet. Yeah. That was the last time I did anything in public. So how you doing? Uh, that's it. Yeah, I'm doing all right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been playing Overwatch again. <laughs> okay, that sounds fun. Just sort of a cyclical life I'm living lately. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh Zenyatta's ter- cool. In terms of, I I played lots of Zenya. I had his cool skins from like four years ago before yeah. I stopped playing that. Um, I filled up my my storage in Animal Crossing today. So oh, yeah? that seems bad. Because that's a lot of shit you can get in there. Well, you can put, if you have a lot of fish or bugs or fossils, you can also put those in the museum. 
Oh, I haven't done that yet. Thank yeah. you. That's not, just the, been, that's not just the owl's house. I've just been filling up my house with them, but I could put them in the owl's house. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me, Mr. Owl. I won't go into any of those rooms without your permission. Yeah. Uh, I, I know you're redecorating, so I'll kind of leave yeah. you alone. Oh, so you get you just get to add rooms to your house whenever you want, huh? Which I could do that. Yeah. Um, I only get, like, five. Yeah, I wish you, I wish you were Brewster. Anyways. <laughs> He's fine. Brewster's cool, though. <laughs> That is true. Last, uh, we got a lot to talk about this week, but. Yeah. Sports are back. Are you, are you watching <laughs> the big game? Are you watching the big regular Mets game tonight? Uh, well, I do believe it is a practice game. Uh, but of course, I, fucking, uh, MLB TV, they're like, uh, well, uh, as you know, things are weird. So, uh, we already charged you, uh, oh. for a full season. So what we're going to do is only charge you, like, $60 for this season, which, the like, a full season is, like, $72 or something. Okay. So so they're charging us for, like, a third, a quarter of the games, and they'll be like, we'll just credit you towards next season. So, because we'll okay. be back then, for real. That's great. The players won't strike, so you're going to get a full season. Yeah. Enjoy the game. Jacob deGrom will be in a bunker as the designated survivor. Enjoy the regular <laughs> sports game. In case in case all of the Mets explode. Yeah. Uh, Unless Bane shows up in the stadium. Yeah. We'll, we'll be good. Yeah. Man, I, I wish wait. I remembered the name of the Mets stadium so I could have made a funny Bane joke, but oh well. It's City Field. When City Field is ashes, you have my permission Hello, to, to play I'm, ball. I'm Bane. Eddie never saw this movie. <laughs> oh, that could be our next movie night. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, we're doing, um... We're doing Kim's Christmas. Miss in July. Yeah, Kim's Miss in July. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway. Should we talk about anime? Yeah, a lot to talk about this week. Episode 49. I've, I'm now realizing I've never said this word out loud in real life. Filial oh, affection? Yeah. That's, that's parents. Um, that's when you root for the, the Philadelphia team. <laughs> that, yeah, when you're the fanatic, you have <laughs> filial affection. <laughs> that's how the Night King says brotherly love. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, I, I forget it. So this one starts, we get, a, we get a recap. Which I appreciate. Of the last one. I don't know if this was in like the little, uh, episode description at the side or the announcer telling us, sure. but it says, Pride takes in his partner gluttony and gains his abilities. That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's one way to put it. Yeah, it's Ed so, and Lan Fan are fighting a little boy. Pride gets mm-hmm. mad and, uh, puts gluttony in timeout. And then Mrs. Bradley gets kidnapped. Uh huh. Fantastic. Uh, I was very confused because I accidentally started, um, like, when I first started watching, I just clicked on episode 50, and I was like, wait, what the fuck is going uh-huh. on? <laughs> I don't remember any of this, and I watched, like, seven minutes before I'm like, I think I'm missing something. I accidentally clicked on the dub this week at first, so I listened to the great intro that I enjoy, and I'm going to miss quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's, like, a regular, like, English-speaking Night King voice, just, like, <laughs> says... Pride has been very naughty, in the, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, that's... Yeah, hey, whoa, what the hey, hell? that's different. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, bro, Salim is so evil today. Dude, I'm like, there's a lot of epic characters in this series of episodes. 
Salim is so cool. <laughs> He's simply epic. He, he, I don't understand. You would think that by absorbing gluttony, he would gain more like spherical qualities. Yeah, he would like start posting on 4chan and shit. But he, he, he just became sharper and more evil. He got cool eyeliner. Like he looks so he handsome. Did. He's looking great. He's a 600-year-old little boy. Yeah. Hohenheim's like, wake up, wake up, my child, Alphonse. And meanwhile, Salim is like, Edward Elric, if I capture you, Hohenheim will be drawn out. Nothing personal, kid. Nothing personal, kid. I simply have to get home, Mr. Ho. And then, uh, like... My next note is Ling or Greed is just standing around, but then it's like, oh, it's Greed because he immediately says, what's up, Land fan? I am Greed. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he says, every, Greed has to say he is Greed every, at least once an episode, mm-hmm. if he appears on screen. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Land fan starts getting bonitis, but Ed helps her. He's like, oh, you have new auto mail disease. So yeah. that's gonna happen sometimes. <laughs> uh, Anyway, Mr. Lion is back. Mr. Lion is back. Is this is when he's all like he's in like a cast now? He's he's like I'm I'm too hurt to epically fight, so I gotta head out. And uh, that's when the greed is monster. like greed it to me, boys! And he's fine with it. <laughs> he says he's a monster even by my standards, and he's talking about our beautiful little boy who's doing evil with teeth and knives yeah but he's a monster in like the daniel bryan imagine dragon sense where it's like he's growing powerful because of the support of the fans okay yeah everyone's please stop cheering for my son (laughs) and it keeps getting stronger you know yeah um he's getting new abilities man imagine dragons slap city anyways okay so alphonse was hanging out in void hell for a little Mm -hmm. bit and he wakes up and mr ho is like yo and i was like damn how'd i get in kanama uh, I I do like that we need to find the etymology for the word yo because Hohenheim is saying this in like 1903. That's so. true. He invented it. Uh, he did. He's been around for a while. And then he's he's like, oh, good thing we we have help from Mister Garius. He's like, that's, he's, that's not my name. I, I heard everything from Mister Phantasmagorius over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do appreciate the characters not knowing the names of the chimeras as well. Yeah, there's so, anytime, it's, I feel like Darius and Hankum and... <laughs> Darius and Drinkum? Yeah, and then, mm-hmm. and then the other two, I feel like they've met six or seven times, and it's just every time they meet, it's like, what's up? I'm Mr. Lion, and I'm the nasty spit man. Check this out. Darius, Heinkel, Zampano, Gerso. Damn. Hell yeah, my brain is huge. Fuck. Anyway, uh, after that, my my next note is, after I list off a bunch of names of characters, uh, as my son, it might be easy for them to interfere with your blood seal. Question about the blood seal. So, yeah, mm-hmm. he's like, since everybody is clone pretty much in this series, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. they could fuck up Alphonse's blood seal, which is no good. We saw what yeah, happened I, with Barry I'm the really Chopper. I'm thinking about how now all, all of the main cast come from, like, three different people. Yeah. So. So it's not, so the blood seal, it couldn't just, like, wash off. Mm-hmm. Like, if Alphonse went for a swim, it wouldn't be, mm-hmm. like. And not, but like, didn't bury the chopper die by somebody just like stabbing it with a regular sword? Yeah, didn't like luster or uh, envy or someone. Yeah, so I, it, it seems like something envy would do. It was just like a very epic, like I'm stabbing you over and over again 
mm-hmm. in the zone. Or maybe it means like, oh, uh, it's easy to t- to take control of his seal. They don't want it to be destroyed because then he has no metal body. Yeah, because there was a sacrifice discussion from 20 episodes ago, and that's probably mm-hmm. important. No, anyways, no, we'll see. Anyways, Old Man Fu is here. Yeah, hey, Old, old Man Fu. Um, <laughs> so Old Man Fu appears, and then Al says, everyone's in this mess because of me. <laughs> like the the culmination of this mess is Fu simply appearing, and yeah. then Alice says, "Oh God damn it!" He hits the Catlin Tully, <laughs> and then Old Man Fu is like, "Our whole shop is fucked, dude. Your son and yeah. Greed are not doing super good out there. I'm out, it's, sir. This is not Poggers at all. I'm out of this bombs. Is not pog- I am a- I am out of uh, Zingy's uh, tear gas bombs, which you'll see later in the next episode. I am out of all of the weapons from the Joe Dirt scene that everybody laughs at, sir. This is." Requesting poggers. <laughs> Requesting poggers. We need we need an emergency deployment of poggers ASAP. We need epic dad pronto. And <laughs> yeah. Alphonse is literally like, hey, dad, you're epic, right? <laughs> hey, dad, you're an epic alchemist, right? And then Hohenheim pushes up his glasses. He's like, hmm, I've been called epic in my day. Dude, well, he's, he's, he's right. <laughs> and I know yes. I like, it's this is all still like rising action. And I'm still like, I'm, I'm. I'm simply mouth agape. I love it. <laughs> and then, um, Pride and Greed are fighting. And then Pride is just like, I'm going to kill you now. And Salim is like, Greed's stinky. No reason he, to hide smelly stink man. My new yeah, powerful like, nose smells you. He's like, oh, you, that's a rather rude thing to say about your brother, Greed. Yeah. Um, I have the anyway. special dog powers from The Last of Us 2. I'm, I'm not going to play that game. You so. shouldn't. Okay, thank you. Here's the thing. Could you imagine... Imagine eating greed, though. Hmm. Like, and, and I'm... Regardless of the experience of that, imagine you're already a hungry little boy. You're already growing. You're getting a mm-hmm. growth spurt. And you ate the hungry man already. Mm-hmm. You, and you you already... You'd be Mr. Tapeworm. Like, you'd be so hungry all the time. Goddamn, it's true. I, w- I would not suggest eating uh greed. Oh yeah, because there's yeah there's there's greed who wants everything, and there's a special little hungry guy in there. Yeah, there's the guy it's who three wants layers. everything, and the guy who wants to eat everything. So yeah, it's a fucking Russian doll situation, but with hungry hungry little boys. Mm. Uh, anyway, Hohenheim shows up and he says, "Hero always alive, arrive late." You know, he's, which is he, what uh, McCree says in Overwatch. He's rocking the Joe Bidens, and he's <laughs> like, "What's up? I'm old, but I'm wearing the cool aviators that I just invented in 1921." <laughs> he shows up, and, and the thing he says is, "The best thing we can do right now is make sure everyone wears a mask." And he looks into the camera, and it's not Hohenheim. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a different guy. Yeah, he starts glitching out in person. Some he clips through the ground. <laughs> yeah. He starts, like, lagging, where he just, like, jumps back and forth between the town yeah. and, and outside in the forest. He says, hello, I'm a hero. <laughs> John Madden. John, John Madden. Madden. <laughs> he, he, like, he does the epic, epic aviators, but he's even, he's like, Selene is like, I am very powerful, do you think you can defeat me? And he just says, no, actually, I would lose. <laughs> no, I'm gonna lose. So Al- Alphonse, like, runs up and he says, here I am, Selene, I'm being very loud. So Salim catches him, and then, um... He goes, pathetic. He says, yeah, Salim says, pathetic in anime voice. That's my newest vocabulary word in my flashcards. Uh, but then, uh, Mr. Ho makes a kind of huge fucking orb around them of dirt and rocks. 
and he seals uh oh because Salim grabs Al and then Al puts him in a side headlock like he's Randy Orton and then the <laughs> the orb seals up and it locks them inside and there's uh-huh. no light or exit or anything. Yeah. Salim uh, uh he has a methodical pace and mm-hmm. this must have been a very epic page turn in the manga because how like he has uh he he's doing the Garvin stomp on Alphonse mm-hmm. Elric. <laughs> And and he's gearing up for the punt. And Hohenheim says, like, don't you put... And you think he's going to be like, don't put your hands on my beloved son. Mm-hmm. But he says, don't you put... Then you turn the page. My son down. My son down. Uh, and, then he, and then he creates the big egg and does Inception to the ground. Uh, and Ed so gets that, so mad because he's supposed to be the protagonist of the series. Yeah. It, yeah. But, well, first, um, fucking Al is in the big orb egg orb with Salim, and he says, what do you say we have a test of endurance, Salim? <laughs> or rather, the homunculus pride. <laughs> like, yeah, dude. He's cracked the code. That's we not know. a regular little boy at all. He, he finally opens the note he got from Roy Mustang. <laughs> He's just been waiting for the right well, time. It says you're nice. That doesn't seem yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> so, alright. Well, maybe this, let me try this again. Um, and then Ed gets mad because he's not being the main character. Yeah. And then he tells Hohenheim, and Hohenheim's like, well, Alphonse knew you would want to be the main character, so we had to do it. Um, I, mad. this is such a rewarding show, because mm-hmm. I was immediately at this point, I was like, okay, so, like, they're trapping Alphonse and Salim, two regular boys who don't need air, food, or water, or whatever, mm-hmm. just for a day until the promised day is over. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, couldn't he, I know it would be hard, but couldn't he technically just try to use his regular boy hands to just sort of dig and erode away the wall? Cause like, Hohenheim's gonna go do other shit. Well, he was at one point. Yeah, and then like, and then later we see Salim like using a little twig. <laughs> yeah, like, po- like prodding at the wall. Yeah, he's tamping the soft earth down to yeah. try to escape. He, he, he does some very important tamping in this series of he episodes. Does. He's even like, why are you laughing, you little armor dipshit? As soon as you leave, I'm going to also leave and kill you two. What are you doing with that big suit of armor? Like, <laughs> Salim is talking so much shit. If, and as I understand it, he is just, right now, he has the power of a regular little boy. And he's, like, up against a big immortal suit of armor. Yeah, pretty much. And neither of them can see. And like, I feel like Alphonse could just, like, do what Olivier did to her brother for 24 hours and just toss him yeah. hither and yon. Uh huh, but he's nice, so he won't. Alphonse, Alphonse, accidentally breaking the orb because he throws Selene yeah. into it too hard. Alphonse Elric heel turn. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, greed is is running away. He's like, he this tells, rules. Everybody's gone. I'm greed. And he tells us only sloth and daddy are essential right now. Yeah, he says daddy and sloth, which isn't isn't good. So, anyway, he says he's going to be king of the whole world, which is, as we know, what he wants. And Wing... <laughs> Wing is like, hey! Yeah. Hey, what's going on really, there? That's really all. He's like, yeah, hey, whoa, whoa, And we just see him with, like, his arms folded. <laughs> like... <laughs> um, anyway, remember Solf J. Kimbley? Yeah, we get a nice screen of Solf J. If you had told me... I feel like I would have remembered it, but if you had told me, like, oh, yeah, Kimbley died at Briggs 20 episodes ago, I would have probably been like, yeah, I bet that's probably true. <laughs> Oh shit, Kimberly's back, and we just see him like uh, of walking near dead people or whatever, and he's evil. We know this. He's um, fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Speak of the devil, here he is. I sure wish I knew who. Uh... Oh, Scar. Yeah, this is where some uh, poor gentlemen around like a a trash fire are talking about yeah. the epic ex Scar man, and they're like, I wonder yeah. if we ever get to meet the scary man who kills people. Oh, and he says, yeah, "What's what... up? Where's Kanama? I want to see my little boy." 
I went, yeah, he's, oh shit. He says, hey, you're the guy that kills people. Did you know that you killed the Bradley guy on the train? And then, and then Scar says, mm, I didn't do that. And he says, oh, so you didn't know you didn't do that, huh? Yeah, well, what's with the get up, chump? Yeah. And they're like, so you don't know about Mei Chan and her weird dog. Well, from what I heard, Mei Chan was told to go back to the homeland of Zing, but she says, enough. Beto was Greed's friend in the first part of the show. <laughs> you remember Beto, right? Me and him go way back to episode 14. Danny Brosh has the bangs that look like Ego Raptor from the Game Grumps. And then Scar, Scar listens to all this, and then he just says, we will change the country without terrorism. Okay, see you later. Good luck with that! And they're like, listen, I'm not, not to both sides, mm-hmm. you know, sort of, uh, this sort of action. But like, they are very much doing explosions all over the town. Oh yeah, for sure. Everywhere. Yeah. So we go, there, we cut, to, and we immediately cut from these guys to some weird bloody aftermath. I wonder if it means anything. And Kimberly is there. And he says, mm, I got my suit dirty. It needs to be nice. And he looks into the camera and says, for tomorrow, I'm Kimberly. I talk like this now. Yeah. So is this, so, so are we to believe that, like, Scar killed all these guys in his epic act one way? I thought Kimberly did it. It seems because more like in character has... for Kimberly at this point. Yeah, because he said he has blood all over him and he doesn't like it. Oh, so. right. The blood, that would make it easier for the blood. See, I'm just, it's, I've been at home for so long. My, mm-hmm. <laughs> my brain's just like perfectly smooth. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sure he just like slipped and fell in this, in the blood pile that Scar made <laughs> for no what? reason. Yeah. And was like, uh, oh, I gotta go invent the dry cleaners. <laughs> Uh, we go back to Salim and Al, and, and Salim is just bonking, like, oh, Alphonse's- Oh, I've child-proofed it! He's bonking Alphonse's head with, the, like, a stick. A little twig. It's so funny. Uh, but then oh, he talks about- This about how rules. He doesn't understand humans, but he thinks his mom is nice. <laughs> Salim is literally cradling Al's head at once he stops, like, hitting it over and over again. Mm. And he says, Wrath's wife. Yes! <laughs> He's like, Rath's wife seems pretty cool. I was once in the world's first car accident, but she invented multi-track drifting to save me. I've been most intrigued by by her because I didn't have a regular flesh mom. He says, he says living life with her was enjoyable, and I did like it. He's a, he's a mom guy. Salim says, Alphonse, have you ever played the video game Heavy Rain? <laughs> well, what if that was nice to me? I like it. It's enjoyable. Yeah, we we crashed into George Joestar's horse-pulled carriage. <laughs> yeah, Salim was the reason the fucking mask fell down the cliff or whatever. Mm-hmm. We're just smoking out now. All right. So, so yeah, it's fucking... Salim, like... It, it, you think that Salim is like, damn, I guess the last of us two, perhaps even my enemies are people. Damn. I'm going to say this over and over again for 30 mm-hmm. hours. Because he's like, hmm, Raph's wife is nice and not self-interested sometimes, and you, Alphonse, and Edward Elric are epic in battle sometimes, and you wouldn't have abandoned the country even if we were epic and scared you. Well, I guess that's that. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. Anyways, I feel much better. Let me out of this orb. Yeah. I'm good now. Uh, No, but he ends it because... 
it, this whole conversation starts because Alphonse is like, well, you have these plans for us to be sacrifices or whatever, but like, what if we just yeah, left? Sloppy so ass. he tells this whole story and he's like, actually, um, you came back to fight me, so our plans, uh, were not sloppy. Checkmate, yeah, I'm not owned. Mm-hmm. As I shrink into a regular little boy with no powers. With no abilities, yeah. <laughs> Anyways, Maze Hughes Grave, episode 49. Uh-huh. Remember just- this guy? I'm so glad that Maze Hughes was, like, a memorable wife guy, or else I would have been, like, at this point, I would have been, like, is, who is, who is this? Mm-hmm. But luckily, so yeah, Roy Mustang is looking at Maze Hughes' grave, his memorial grave grave, and Reza Hawkeye says, hey man, it's time for the last four episodes, and Mustang says, I'm not actually emotional about anything, let's go. He says, okay, well, I guess I gotta do this. Don't you, don't you come back now. Stay in there. <laughs> we don't need any more tricks. Yeah. Um, we, we go to our friends again who found the big orb, and one of them says, what's with that mountain? (laughs) It's shaped like an arrowhead. Ugh. Uh, well, if it isn't, if it isn't Gerso and Zampana, which is the same thing that I say every time I see them. I've always wondered what it would be like if Gerso and Zampano met Darius and Heinkel. Well, I think it would go a little something like this. Piggy, Tubby, and Gorilla stop fighting. (laughs) Thanks, Four- Mr. Ho. 49 episodes of personal growth in our protagonist, <laughs> and it's just, again, he's still, like, he's hearing other people talking about not him, and he just starts calling everybody fat. He can't He can't take this anymore. He, he invents um, fat phobia. Yeah, everyone better be talking about... Uh, listen, I'll take everyone talking about how small I am over them talking about fucking Zampano any day of the week. He's Please. Edward Elric is constantly putting on and taking off his cool jacket so people will talk about it and the outro will start playing epically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they say that they were expendable as Kimbley's guys, funny movie expendables, and then... Yeah, say, Kimberly hey. didn't value his employees. Yeah, they say, hey, hey, do you guys think we should start a Chimera union? This is how everyone talks now. And then they say, oh, it's the last day of the show. The sun's coming up. Um, yeah. Instead of Hankel, what if you guys start calling me Hagel? Okay. <laughs> because Marx. Uh, wait, they all start coming up with how, what they're gonna do to start the big special day. And they're, Mr. Old Man Fu, he's like, well, I'm gonna go to the city because no one knows who I am. And they're like, okay, that sounds good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the least memorable character in the show. Come on, Mr. Yoki, let's go. I wish, mm-hmm. is what he said, but unfortunately he doesn't. My, my, I don't understand my next note, but it's in quotes, so Happy I'm guessing help. it's, it says, if it were me, I'd be flipping out. Hmm. Uh, oh, 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 yes, that, yeah, this is something I wanted to talk about. So two of the nasty animal men mm-hmm. are like, they go up to Ed and they're like, damn, Alphonse is so cool for spending the day in the timeout zone with Salim. <laughs> oh, yeah. And let me just say, there's a lot of stuff in this show that I admit, we're we're jocks, we're, you know, we're very strong, but there's a lot of stuff in the show that I probably couldn't do. Mm-hmm. A lot of the stuff that the Armstrongs do, I understand that's beyond my ability. Mm-hmm. I think I could handle this, though. Yeah. I think I, I could handle to... being in a room with a regular boy <laughs> for 24 hours. I mean, if it's on the same terms as... Because, like, if it was just me, the human Eddie, sitting in an orb with Salim, like, he could... Even though it was dark, he could very much kill me. Like, he could... I wouldn't... Oh, no, no, wait, but... he can't He can't use his ability. I'm saying, right. okay. I'd put, I'd, if the kid acted up, I'd put him in the surfboard stretch, and, like, that's okay. it. 
Like, okay. that's fine. It's <laughs> gonna, you're gonna put Salim in the cattle mutilation and see how far he gets if, after if that. Need, if need, if he needs to learn respect for his elders. Okay. So, and like, it's, it's not like, hey, Alphonse, you have to last 24 hours in the cage with Barry the Chopper and he's pissed. Yeah. It's a regular first grader. He oh, and also, also, Alphonse, your body isn't real and you feel no pain or hunger or thirst. Uh-huh. Are you, are you a bad enough dude? Like, after this? 24 hours, I would be like, damn, I'm hungry. I wish it was Hoagie Fest in here. Like, I would be thinking that. Mm-hmm. He's fine. He'll be good. Don't worry about it. Um, so Ed does put on his cool jacket, and the ending starts playing early, because we have to, uh, wake up and see our good friend, Denny Brosh. Yeah, there's a post credit scene, and at first I thought it was a flashback, because there's, like, two little boys and a little girl, and I was like, oh, what's up, little Winry and Ed and Al? But then mm-hmm. one of them has Game Grumps hair, and it's Danny Brosh. Mm-hmm. When and he says, pop pop quiz, not asking because I don't remember. When's the last time we saw Danny Brosh? What was he up at to? At least like thirty episodes ago. I f- so I know that like Roy Mustang said, Maria Ross, you are on epic probation secretly. Mm-hmm. But then Danny Brosh, he can was- someone tell us what happened to Danny Brosh? Like what's he what's he been up to? I feel I like, feel he, like he, he was involved with the dummy shit. I feel like I feel like he was there. Okay. Well. He was in the dummy tanker. Someone please let us know. So anyways, it's the waking up. It's the promised morning. And the kids are like, what's up, Danny Brosh from before? It's the eclipse now. Time to take out my telescope and look directly into it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. That's how you they're, see it better. They, so they're looking out the window of their house in Central. And, and the little brother is like, look, Danny Brosh. It's smoke rising from the city. Look through this big telescope lens. It's literally right outside. It's 20 feet away. It's right there, and then he looks at he looks at the um at the telescope, and he says, "Oh, it must be it must my pal Roy Mustang." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so and he's then, like, "Anyways, then, you're all grounded for 24 hours. Goodbye." We find the uh, the opposite of a wife guy because someone says, "Keep Roy Mustang alive." The wife has no practical value. That is, if this show has any theme, it's the wife is to be honored. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, there's this evil cigar man who's like, the SETI squad has discovered and engaged Mustang's group, but they have Salim's mom. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he says, he says, murder the wife. Yeah, please, whatever. Listen, you keep Mustang alive. Whatever you do, you must murder the king's yeah. wife. Roy Mustang went to Maze Hughes' grave early because he, he had to like keep his soul at rest and be like, don't worry, we're not going to mm-hmm. hurt the wife. And then you hear, like, a bunch of gunshots go off, but then in the preview, you just see Mustang, and he's fine. So... The, the, but the... It's, this is Arakawa for kids Aniplex trick. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because, uh, it's David production trick. Because, so the Central Forces immediately capture Mustang and Hawkeye and all their friends. And Hawkeye... I also want to note, like, again, that's to both sides it. But Hawkeye is really holding a gun to Mrs. Bradley's head. Yeah, yeah, it's a real gun. Like, it's a real hostage-style situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and the thing is, like, it's so then we go outside epic uh, cliffhanger, and you hear one shot and then a bunch of other shots. And mm-hmm. then you do see that Mus- Mustang's fine, because they're like, kill everybody but Mustang. But in the, like, next time, you don't see, you don't see, like, Reza Hawkeye, you don't see Mrs. Bradley. You see a lot of the bad guys, and it's like... Damn, Aniplex, Arakawa. Damn, Aniplex. Damn, Arniplex. There's Aniplex. a lot of guys out here. There's a lot of characters in the show. Damn. 
And then we see uh, next time uh, Olivier will be held at gunpoint, but it's funny to her. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. And it is. That's the, that's the end of that episode. Uh, before we talk about the next one, let's check out the uh, what we got going on at the Patreon.com slash Thrones. Let's get this bread. Or if you like, you can donate to us. At $1 a month, you get all of our bonus content, including Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim. Uh, they, they, they killed Funny. It's over. Fuck, dude, they killed Funny. I forgot. <laughs> Immediately after our five-star review, they said, enough of this. Go watch The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Yeah. And right, it would have timed so perfectly with his delightful memoir release that we're all working through right now. Exactly. Every night, I, I read a few pages and smile. Yeah. Uh, I, no, actually, chapter one. I close, my, I close my eyes and listen to the audiobook as read by Jeff Newsroom yeah. and smile. Uh, you know, it's getting old is hard in this world of fake news, but at least I have the show funny to keep me going for at least <laughs> three seasons, he says in chapter yeah, one. But... <laughs> uh, you also get words and deeds that I do with Brooks. That's about Metal Gear. And the next episode, we're arriving... doing it. This week, we're visiting our friend Raiden, and Drebin's weird little guy is probably still going to be there. Big Mama's going to be there. I'm going to meet Big Mama, which is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, five dollars, you get all that. Plus, you can request albums for us to talk about on our music podcast, uh, Fun Point, and you get shoutouts at the end of episodes that we always remember to do. Mm-hmm. And at ten dollars, you get all that. Plus, special just status in Discord, and we'll make a wrestler for you to do battle in the. A Wyatt Swamp match. <laughs> if you want to give us a Fire Pro style wrestler for us to gouge an eye out in the main event for some reason. Rey Mysterio was thrown off of the top of Titan Towers like two months ago. Yeah. <laughs> and he's good. So <laughs> he made what a if- comedy, a comedy like splat noise when he landed. What if he just like wanted to be an eye patch guy in real life and this was like. Because, you know, sometimes, I'm not, you know, I obviously, I, w- I don't want to wish harm on anybody, and I, you know, I hope this isn't the case, because it's not. But, you know, like, sometimes it's like Daniel Bryan is like, my hair's too long, I want to have a hair match and get my head shaven. What yeah. if Rey Mysterio was just like, eye patches are fucking sick. Yeah, and I, I got two of them. And I, double eye patch guy from I know, one. I'll call up Vince and say, what if we have a Hammurabi's code match? <laughs> Fucking two months from now in the Sword of Damocles match. <laughs> Great. It's the opposite of uh, a Money in the Bank match. It's if the belt falls on you, you lose. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, this is, they're calling it the horror show at Extreme <laughs> Rules. That's the worst name since Tables, Ladders, Chairs, and Stairs and WWE Great Balls of Fire. I was gonna about to say Great Balls of Fire. But it was funny because sometimes wrestlers would stand in front of the sign and it would look like it says eat balls. So that, would be, that was pretty <laughs> that's, funny. That's good. Like in, in uh, Joker when it says pog. That's really funny. I had to go <laughs> check and make sure that was from the actual scene and it was. Patreon.com slash Thrones. Thank you. Uh, episode we, 50. Well, soon we'll be adding a title uh, in Peacock Championship Wrestling, which you can become the pog champ. Yeah, you got yeah, the pog champ belt. Yeah. Uh, let's see if, I don't know if they can add custom belt textures yet, but if they can. Yeah, we'll you make, know, you, do, we'll make you do the face. Yeah. <laughs> it's Kim doing the face and she hates it. Yeah. It's Pogmookle. Uh, uh, episode 50. Upheaval and Central. Central. Um, Anyways, none of the good guys died. <laughs> none of the good guys die, all the, the evil 
soldier men get blasted. Um, they're so then someone says they're free to shoot everyone but Mustang. Does that mean they're also free to shoot the misses? M I S S U S. That's what yeah. the official title of um, Mrs. Obama. Yeah. Um. So Roy Mustang says, "If we had been Brig soldiers, you'd be dead." And they they do to everyone. They do not his heart, his leg. They did, um, they hit the Joe Biden in a different sort of way. Yeah. Because yeah, they're just so they, blasting. They're, Roy Mustang is like comedically burning guys' eyebrows off and like, yeah, singeing their clothes. We gotta also talk about how Mrs. Bradley is being held at gunpoint by the good guys, and she's like, "Are are people doing a a coup at my democratically elected and nice husband, or <laughs> or has he done a coup on my heart?" And then Roy Roy Mustang just goes down and he says, "We will not kill you." And then, like, okay, yeah. that didn't answer the question. Later we'll show you that we're good. Yeah. Anyways, if you fucking move, Riza Hawkeye will dome your ass. Immediately. No, no hesit- she will not hesitate. So uh, there's a defecting soldier guy in this scene. Mm-hmm. And he has hair that's designed, so I assume we know him. I have no idea who this guy is. And it's the only thing that makes him look like a person that we would know is that he has like a streak in his hair that looks a lot yeah. like the SS insignia TBH not so good he has but... like different looking hair but I have no idea who this guy is yeah he's like he's the book on the old cartoon library shelf that you know somebody's gonna pick up because it's been mm. animated different so anyways this new guy um, uh, Bobby is back and it's Bobby from Briggs and he's here mm. and he says hey remember Grumman and the train caper that killed King Bradley <laughs> King Bradley, who is currently dead in he's the, in dead the in train, real life. in the train caprice, yeah, yeah. And Mrs. Anyway. Bradley, Mrs. Bradley doesn't even know about that. She's still yeah. like fucking. It's like when the when the boys were on the train from Lior, and they were still like, "I can't wait to go see my friend Maze Hughes." <laughs> um, oh, and again, as you said, this is where Mustang is is admittedly very epic, folks. Because he's he, like. They're like, they're, they're the, the evil reinforcements are camping out the stairs, and there's a, a little scrub is like, oh, Mustang, sir, this is not very poggers. There's a bunch of people who are going to shoot us if we go out in the stairs, and he just fucking walks straight out and flicks fire lightning at them. It's very cool. Yeah, and then there's a couple guys who are like, oh, I thought Roy Mustang was a, a big alchemist. He's a little, little wimp. Um, And then he does, like, a little explosion. And we learn that Jess and Parky are injured. Yeah, what's um, up with them? I don't know, but one of them says, damn, my eardrum is busted. So, good job. Yeah. Um, they're, they're just, they're just named that to make the protagonist feel bad that they're actually real people. Yeah. Then fucking, uh, Riza Hawkeye snipes a dude in the foot. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you could see it, but like, Black Hayate is just like sitting with her for no reason. He's, dogs love gunshots. I know, he's just sitting right next to her, just like looking over a building, just hanging yeah. out. This is, I fucking, I had fucking Rift City planned for this, but then it was Arakawa's trick, because I was, mm-hmm. I was gonna do a whole jumping off point about how it's very convenient in this anime that we don't see much in the way of, like, the horrific third degree burns that all of these people would be getting, mm-hmm. but then I'm owned, because all, everybody is like, hey, why don't we all have horrific third degree burns, and yeah. why is nobody dying and everybody's just getting shot in the foot? Uh, some general says, send Dimitri squad and Kim squad. Yeah, Kim squad. That's just, that's just Pigot family. Yeah. Yeah, this, this new general who is always smoking a cigar and he says like, move over, Ramsey, I'm evil, stack up everybody's bodies if they're nice. Mm. Call General Creeman. 
General Creamin. We have General Creamin and Funny Bear ice cream in the same episode. Yeah. I mean, I really want to know what's what's going on with uh, General Fokker, but well, maybe he'll come back. <laughs> Rap saying, "I have nipples. Can you milk me?" Okay. You- <laughs> so, anyways, we go to the uh, sloth's room where Failman uh-huh. and Olivier are chilling. Uh huh. Um, and she, and she's going off. She says that Central is good at offense, but bad at defense because no one ever attacks Central. Unlike Bridge Briggs, which is under constant. Yeah. It's like you're. She always gets you on her side, but then says something that she, she's like, "Hmm, these soldiers are weak because they only know how to how to take over other places. They don't know how to defend like the Briggs soldiers do against the savages of Drachma." And you're like, "Wait, yeah. what? No, <laughs> that what?" Yeah, she says, "I." All of these soldiers are an army of Imperial Renlies, and I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. And then yeah, she's like, our border must be secure. No! We must secure the border from Drachman infiltrators. Yeah. Oh, alright. I mean, that you killed all of them one time without even looking yeah. at them. You weren't even there and they <laughs> killed them all. Olivier being like, Roy Mustang, it's, it's, I'm very worried for you when you go in the car. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, alright, so. <laughs> So fucking yeah. So Failman is like uh, Olivier. You're actually is here to prevent Failman? rebellion. I don't is know. It's an old guy with gray hair. It might as well. I don't know. But no, Failman is good though. So he. That's what there. was confusing to me. I didn't know why Scar was doming people earlier. Well, spoilers. Olivier just fucking shoots this guy in the head. So it's probably not Failman. It's probably not Failman. So yeah. So fucking Olivier. Like they're all like uh. Olivier, why are you being epic and not evil? And she says, mm. oh, Briggs' forces are just epic on their own, sir. And, um, oh, she says, like, let's go. Or no, this is when the gate opens at at Castle Armstrong. Mm. And Buccaneer and all of his friends who I don't recognize are like, let's, let's go own the central cowards. They say, sink your teeth into the windpipes of those central panty wastes. Briggs. So I guess they, I guess they for one dollar Briggs, do not be problematic. Yeah. I want you to be epic. <laughs> they Olivier taught them to say something cool and then to say something problematic yeah. back to back. So fucking. So I guess they just didn't get the Roy Mustang memo about going easy on people because immediately a Briggs guy. So they're in Central and a Briggs guy in full like Arctic garb just fucking slits a guy's throat like yeah. immediately. <laughs> Oh, I've been shot in the foot. I guess they're going easy on us, boss. And then just gets fucking guillotined by Buccaneer's big metal arm. Just full on Briggs onslaught, just murdering guys one shot. But here's my epic war analysis. Analysis. Mm. I'm War of Ice and Fire podcasts mm. giving you the the important analysis on fictional war, which is real. So mm. they're tr- so the thing is, they are perhaps Mustang and his crew were trying to draw out more soldiers so that the big guys could come in and be epic. Because oh. if they came out and they were like, because you you see the evil cigar people being like, they're going, they're mocking us. Let's bring out all of our men at once and have no leave Central completely unguarded. Mm-hmm. In a way, you could think of it as like Mustang's forces are like the Dothraki and Buccaneers, the Golden Company, if you will. Mm, okay. To seat Roy Mustang, young Griff. Mm-hmm. Onto the big Th- sloth chair. That, that story about when the um, the Unsullied defended that city from like a million Dothraki, and then the next day the Dothraki walked up and like cut off all their braids and gave it to them. Yeah. Um, but instead, it's Roy Mustang being an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty much. 
Uh, so fucking, we learned that Mustang, like Mustang is like, here's how I, Briggs forces were hidden at Olivier's house. Mm-hmm. They said that like, it was under the guise of Olivier needing 50,000 fucking landscapers. Yeah, which he's like, well, we were doing renovations. Yeah, for some reason my house was destroyed and I needed people to I'm imagining fix it. like fucking, um, Bradley walking over and looking at a bunch of dudes just like shooting up the well manicured lawn with like epic machine guns and then someone being like, uh, landscaping, sir. And he goes, hmm, yes. Continue. Carry on. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's never done yard work, so he doesn't know. Yeah, exactly. He thinks that's how you do it. Yeah. Uh, Sir, I need 50,000 roofers to help fill all of these Alex Armstrong holes in my wall and ceiling. You can bill it to Alex Armstrong. (laughs) Um, So then they're like, oh, we're out of ammo. We need to refill. And Mustang's like, if anything happens to me, like, all of you go on. Like, don't worry about me. And then they just say, okay. And he's like, wait, don't you mean we'll stay with you till the end? Yeah, I was but just then, saying the epic leader thing, and we learned that one of them is a wife guy. Yeah. Um, who, Whose name I'm sure we remember, but we just have so much other stuff to get to. That yeah, I'm just, I'm to. busy. I can't tell you what it is. I'll we tell you We need to spend eight more minutes talking about, funny the Wyatt, <laughs> about Funny Bear and the Wyatt Family Swamp Match. Um, funny Bear was definitely the least compelling member of the Wyatt Family. Yeah. Uh, so then a huge, but it looks like a huge U-Haul truck that says Funny Bear Ice Cream on it. And, here's uh, my, here's my thing. I feel, <laughs> this is what, like 1922? Mm-hmm. I feel like that was on Maze Hughes' memorial grave. Mm-hmm. I feel like Funny Bear Ice Cream with a big cartoon bear logo is like, I think it's inaccurate. I don't think brands were like that yet. I mean, there was, and still is, Mr. Softy. I just feel like it would be like... Dr. Marco's chill some milk tonic, and the logo would just be, like, the snake that is on the side of the ambulance. Okay, Mr. Softy was founded in 1956, so you may be right. I didn't feel like they had brands, like, it was all just, like, 7-Up cures your your sickness. Like, it was all just that. I don't feel like they had ice cream yet. The jingle- I just learned that the jingle from the Mr. Softy trucks actually has, uh, like, official lyrics. Oh, is that the racism song? I, the one I that's don't like know. literally like a minstrel song. I hope not. Um, let's see. okay. Good humor was founded in 1920, but again, that's a good humor bar. That's not funny bear. Yeah, I mean humor and, is funny, and you know it's because they thought it would make your your humors good. Like it was good for your bile. Yeah, it was basically like, incense. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways, Reese's uh, GF-less friend, Rebecca, drives the Funny Bear ice cream truck over to her. Mm-hmm. And she's doing, like, epic multi-track drifting. And at first I was like, damn, it's really interesting that, like, Reza and her friend both... But then I was like, maybe this is just how people drove in the 1920s. They just didn't they, know how to do it yet. They did. It's because they didn't have lines on the road yet, so it was just kind of like, whatever. Yeah. Like, you just had to be careful. So she says, yo-ho, and it's Rebecca, and she opens the funny bear truck, and there's fucking, a mil- there's like the fucking Gatling gun from yeah. Doom in there. Fellas, you ever hear about the rumors that ice cream men are kind of a front? That's right, they're all arms dealers. They're all, they're all Drebbins. And look inside, here's what we got. Yeah. Um, so then, but then we, 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 the truck opens, and the driver is like, hello, did you know I'm Mustang serious? says, Oh, cool, Rebecca's here. Time to walk up to the driver that I don't know. Time to thank the driver. Man, if only Maria <laughs> Ross could see this. Time to press X. Yeah. 
But guess what? It's it is. Um, well, first, uh, Rebecca says, "Hush, men with no money don't get to flirt with me." As she's good. launching fucking snakes up smash at people. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Damn, I need to find a man." Uh, but then we have Second Lieutenant Maria Ross returning without orders. Yeah, and this is. <laughs> Did this mean, like, I'm returning without you telling me to, or I'm returning and I don't have, like, a job right now? Like, I'm, just, I'm sitting stationary until you tell me what to do. Yeah, exactly. I I do also want to point out that Rebecca is also doing the Olivier Armstrong principle, where she's like, damn, it's epic to kill people. Also, check out these cool Jing Yi's tear gas bombs with extra pepper spray. Y- yeah, check out- hey, hey, I'm testing this out. My new less-than-lethal weapon- yeah. Here we go. Um, and also, then, and then they get in. Yeah, go ahead. I, 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 so the next thing we cut to is like, the, somebody climbs up a telephone wire and is like, mm-hmm. hey, Roy, do you want to talk about, talk to who sent me? Mm-hmm. And my next note is LMAO, they invent the telephone. Yeah. They- <laughs> Cause I had never seen power lines in the show. I don't think before that, but then I remember that there's actually a very famous scene in a phone booth, and there's a yeah. lot of phone-related stuff that has yeah, happened. Yeah, f- phones g- do tend to be used. Phone is like a secondary it. character in the show. It's yeah. how it's how they find out that like Epic uh, Azumi Curtis is there. Mm-hmm. A lot of se- yeah, meat is yeah. It's how you or you order curbside pickup at meat, mm-hmm. and so then Roy is like, I wonder who's on the other end of this phone. That sent Maria Ross, and it's horny old John Havoc with a new goatee to show the time has passed. Time has passed, he, and it's Havoc General Store, which I guess just stocks military-grade weaponry. Like, he's he's doing the he's hitting the Gendry Rivers, yeah. which is just like I'm gonna I'm gonna live under this oppressive regime, and I'm going to just be, just arm the good guys, and everybody likes it. He should have done the fucking um, Dumb and Dumber, like what if he shot you in the head? But it's like. <laughs> Hello, uh, Mustang's like, where did we get this weaponry? Haha, it's at the Havoc General Store. But, but where did you get the guns? <laughs> like, <laughs> how did you do that? Like, okay, cool. You're, you're doing great. But- right before <laughs> she died, Lust taught me how to 3D print a gun. Yeah. Through alchemy. L- Lust taught me how to 3D print a fucking rocket propelled grenade. So, we're good, bud. <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're we're epic. Do you want more pepper spray or tear gas? Let me know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we go to our friend Mr. Ho, who's talking about, uh, I guess, father, who's st- he's still inside a flask. He's just gotten bigger. And then he. But says, if they smash the nasty man's container, he'll die, and it'll also free a bunch of people's souls. Yeah. And Hohenheim <laughs> says. Don't worry, the big counter circle we made is all set, but there's no way that we won't, we'll have to actually use that. It's just a failsafe. Twelve episodes left. Don't worry, we have twelve episodes and the promise day is starting today. Just chill out for We a will bit. not have to use plan B at all. Ed, do you want to have to swap with your brother in the egg orb with the boy? <laughs> or do you want to help me out on this one? <laughs> the Salim Bradley timeout zone, do you want to go in there? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking hyperbolic time chamber. For Salim only. Yeah. So then Scar says, we should all go down into the underground tunnel and fight the many vicious chimeras on the way to kill time for a few episodes. <laughs> That's such a fucking, like, RPG side quest. Like, you you need a few yeah. more levels before you you go through the place that's like, after you return here, you will not be able to save your game. Are you yeah. sure you want to? 
Perhaps we will <laughs> tragically lose a secondary character on the way to make the final, uh, the finale sadder. Let's go, boys. Yeah, we have to go grind a bit. So, uh, perhaps Mr. somebody Yoki, will die. Mr. Yoki, stay here. You're too precious. He says it gladly, and I'm like, thank God I don't have to look at this fucking guy anymore. Yeah. Um, anyway, Ed is like, hey, Al, we're going to stop the guy who looks like <laughs> our dad. He says, hey, I'm gonna go kill the final boss. Catch you later, King. Alright, thanks, thanks, bro. And, and Salim is just bump. playing Donkey Konga. Salim, yeah. Salim is playing fucking that, like, taiko drum game on Al's <laughs> head. He's, he's putting on, uh, he's putting on Alphonse's head and playing Beat Saber VR. Yeah. Anyways, remember uh, Mei Chan and Envy? Well, so, uh, this was such a quick scene that I didn't even realize what happened. Sure. That I f- so Mei Chan is running, and then Envy is like, "Oh, Father is going to show the secrets of immortality soon," and then Mei Chan like runs a different way, and I think that's it. Yeah, she's like, "That sounds epic. Let's go." Mm-hmm. Um, so then we're back in the uh, Armstrong room where Sloth was before, but now he's not there. And this stupid ass general, he's like, "Oh, do you think you won't pay for this?" And she says, "Do you think you won't pay for this?" And does the botherations face. Do you know um, the thing with, about Triple H in a vulnerable position? Uh, you don't want you don't want him there. It's like I feel like Olivier Armstrong is always that, where it's just like you are not allowed to actually have Olivier in a situation where she doesn't have the mm-hmm. upper hand. Like Olivier. even the one time where it's like, oh shit, sloths behind you and fathers here. It's like nothing came of that. Yeah, <laughs> like directly. So it's just like she made like, it out. She the hit the guy, pedigree. The guy goes, "Do you think you won't pay for this?" And Olivier goes, "Fucking the cerebral assassin!" And she stabs him in the arm like she did with that other guy. Yeah, she takes a sippy of her water bottle and spits it into the air, and then uh, hits that weird knee drop that Triple H does. That move looks like shit. It's it, awful. It's so fucking bad. Dude, I hope Adam what Cole is starts that? using it. I hate that. Um, the fucking gun guy is like, a mistress is gonna change the world in the fascism way, which will, which I don't care about. I just want a nice raise. And then so she- Olivier says, blap! And just <laughs> brains him. Just blasts him in the fucking head. Yeah. And then, um, evil fail man, uh, mm-hmm. is held at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, I'm epic, sir, and I might be traitor or hero, but I'm not as merciful as the hero of Ishval. Mm-hmm. And just fucking domes him. Just domes him. It's good. Uh, anyway, uh, Old Man Fu is looking kinda nice with it. So. Like, he has like a cool long black jacket, and he's like looking a little nutty. Yeah. I, I want a Fu with an old man and a long jacket. Mm-hmm. And, uh, other Armstrong. Uh, with the one hair is here. <laughs> the Virgin Armstrong. The Virgin Armstrong is here. And fucking Denny Brosh, she says, hey, it's me. And then they're like, what's going on? I don't hey, know. I've been babysitting for four months. What's up? Uh, Fu says that the underground interference has spread itself out since yesterday. And then we yeah. go back to, we cut between Salim um, knocking on Alphonse's head, my Bro, favorite Bob Dylan <laughs> song. And... and Dad then, is just down there playing 2K. And, <laughs> he's just fighting. He's simply vibing, and then we cut to, like, Father, who opens his eyes. Oh, his- oh it's the promised day, double XP weekend. <laughs> <laughs> That's the fucking, as sacrifices, you must be vessels to drink all of this gator, uh, this <laughs> Mountain this Dew cold fuel, red. I've got to up my KD ratio or the boys are going to clown on me. Now fill them with the code red so our so our experience may double in value. I'm going to prestige the vile level. Yes. And- <laughs> Fuck 
Fuck you. <laughs> so fucking anyways, Salim is is doing he's playing uh clips grinding on Alphonse's <laughs> head. <laughs> and father seems to hear it. And because he knows he's he says, mm, he's getting nutty. Mm, Salim's last name is Morse, I forgot to mention. I forgot though. Did we mention that Morse code exists in this universe? Well, yeah. You'll maybe find out soon. Maybe Salim just has, like, a baby monitor attached to him at all times. He does, yeah. Gotta make sure he's safe. Uh-huh. Um, so... Meanwhile, we, remember the third lab? We get Edward's trick, where he says, Oh no, help! I'm being chased <laughs> by Scar! And they say, what the... And, and then he, and Scar just peeks his head out like a fucking Scooby-Doo comedy from the tree. It's like, but I'm like, angry. But without all the other characters, like, appearing on top of him, you just see, like, a quarter of his face... Yeah. And then Edward just, like, I guess breaks their bones or something. Like, like he just kills them. He makes the shittiest little Celine face and goes, ha ha and be- And it's just as annoying as that sound. And just beats him yeah. up from behind. What a, what a you hero. Know the no- you know the noise he makes. And even, even his dad is like, son, that was not very poggers of you. That was, yeah, absolutely not poggers, my boy. And he says, don't, you, you're, you don't get to tell me about poggers, old man. <laughs> Um, so then they go in this lab, and they're just like, out of my way! Move it! Yeah. And Ed goes to, like, a wall that looks like a fucking, like, there's a secret behind it. Yeah, in it's a Eddie, Ed, Ed and Eddie's big brother room. And then he, he does alchemy, and it's like a huge double silver door with, like, an ornate knocker on it and everything. Yeah. And it's like, oh, this is where father lives. Anyway... <laughs> Uh, John Havoc so, voice, did somebody say ornate knockers? Did someone, did, did someone, <laughs> did someone say natural jumblers? Huh? <laughs> Alright, yeah, I got I back I, in I, my I, general store. I think I said that. Yeah, Danny Brosh is like, I think I heard something. Uh, hey. Am I here to help? Um. So then we all get like underneath the hell zone and they're like, okay, let's split up. Um, I'll go this, how I'm like, I'll go this way, and Ed, you and Scar go that way. And he's like, why do I? So he just fucking gets Ed's ass so bad. He's like, one, it's the, uh, distribution of al- alchemic power, which exists Dude, now. that, Hohenheim was off the shits. Like, that was fucking, to just, like, this entire 50 episodes, me, Brooks, be watching this, and it's like, okay, Edward Elric, actually, it's easy to forget, very powerful alchemist. He's full mm-hmm. metal, all of him. Mm-hmm. But Scar is fucking, like, he's on another level. He's so fucking strong and cool. Mm-hmm. And Hohenheim just being like, yeah, I'm about as good as both of you combined, two on one. Like, that's... So he says that, and then he says, besides, when Father did that weird thing, Scar could still use his power, but you were helpless. Yeah. And then Ed does his, like, anime thing where smoke starts coming out of his ears, and Scar's just like, mm, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it was true, I was there. I was uh, sick. Uh, Papa still was, got it. I was getting nutty on them. It's true. <laughs> Are you uh, mad because my clone made you look stupid in front of your friends? Uh-huh. <laughs> Anyways, gotta go. Gotta go into into something that could very certainly kill us. Goodbye. So he's like, oh, but actually, and he's being very, like, blatant about it. He's like, ah, ah. Actually, I would like a land fan to come with me. <laughs> and he's pulling his collar and everyone's just like, okay, pervert. So as soon as they leave, like before everyone is out of earshot, he's just like, hey, land fan, you want to go find a Ling, right? Yeah, I'm so glad that he was, he was simply pretending to be a pervert. Yeah. To actually like help. Subverted once again. Never, yeah, the My Hero Academia writer could never. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he's like, okay, you need to go find Ling, right? Well, don't worry about us. 
Anyway, some fucking guy's like, haha, time to turn on knobs in the Solis Baratheon <laughs> fetus lab. Some random guy's like, sir, please do not go into the soul bonding fetus room. I'm a science man, please. Bad things will happen. Then a guy just runs in and starts pulling every, like, yeah. lever. And then all of the fucking dummy, like, soldiers or whatever just wake up and start screaming. Like, ah! Like, yeah. And everybody starts- in the world hears it. Um, I'm, assu- I'm assuming they're screaming for Metal Gear Solid Four reasons, where it's like, yeah. look at me, look at me referencing Metal Gear, everybody, mm. where like, where it's like you, they've had so much grief pent up, and now they finally have mouth. Mm-hmm. And then we get a reaction of everyone like knowing that this is happening somewhere, and then the episode ends. Yep. But we get scenes of the preview of them like storming through huge doors. Bro, they look so nasty. I'm not I looking fuck, forward to like, it. Like, if you like, they call them dummies, but like, they look like zombies. Like, you could have just made, like, a fully featureless, like, mannequin body. Yeah. But they needed to have, like, nasty teeth and blood. <laughs> like, you didn't yeah. have to do that. <laughs> I made a dummy that screams. Why? Why? <laughs> Question mark. Anyways, next time it looks like we're gonna get an Olivier Sloth rematch, which I'm very excited about. Um, let's... How many episodes do we... I think there's, what, 60, like, six or something episodes? Yeah. Let me let me look. Um, whatever you do, if you can help it, everyone, while you're you're going through and watching, um, up until the last possible moment, try not to look at the title of episode 56, because it just says what happens in it. Oh, okay. And you, it said the title is very obvious, and it has a picture of the exact thing. Right oh, yeah? There. So... <laughs> it's- Okay, I'll, uh, make sure, try to remind me, uh, next week, but. I mean, yeah. you're gonna see it. It's, it's like, it's not like a huge spoiler, and it's kind of funny. Yeah, it's gonna be, but, uh, Mr. Yoki's funeral, and it's gonna be him falling yeah. off of a cliff. From, yeah, from exactly. Uh, let's see, so we have, uh, one, two, The three, least four, attended five, funeral in the history of forums. We have 14 episodes left, so that's seven, seven for us, so. Uh, oh, and uh, did I did I mention that when we finished this uh, podcast t- to celebrate a full Full Metal Alchemist, I'm getting the Hungle Among Us tattoo. Are you really? Yeah, that's my plan. That rules. I don't know where I'm getting it, but I'm going to do it. On my eye. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it on my tongue. Damn. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, let's check in with questions. If you have a question, you can ask it at, send this stuff at, you love to hear it on Twitter. I, I just remembered I closed the Twitter before um, we recorded so I could fully focus, but now I have to go mm. back there. So Well, there's a picture of Greed, so make sure you get back there. See All right. Greed. You'll, you'll upset your stomach, brother, HH. I thought that was funny. So I, it, And honestly, I was like, is, is the HH just like Eddie making like a like a key smashing sound? But then I was like, oh, it's brother HH. It's pretty yeah. good. Thank you. Poop brother. Uh, let's see. Um... I'm looking through our mentions. There's a lot of people saying, um, Brooks, I don't want this, delete this. Um, so, you must have been getting up to some shenanigans. I just, like, I think that it's, I think it's fun for our SEO. If, like, Mm -hmm. not only is it a hub for new episodes, but it's also, like, a fun place Mm -hmm. for, like, related content to our family of products, like funny riffs and memes. Mm -hmm. So, like, I wrote, like, there's every, it's, it's, uh... On at you love to hear it. It's Good Pussy Fridays, where every Friday <laughs> I'll post a Jon Snow related meme in the chat. If we get us to one thousand followers, and it'll be Good Pussy Fridays over at you love to hear it. 
Right, Eddie said I, I could do it. I in no way, shape, or form endorse Good Pussy Fridays. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I am turning my head away. For, I, I do not see it. <laughs> do we have questions? Yeah. Uh, in the in the um, ask for questions, I, I asked people to mention what game they would want to play if they were quarantined with Salim for a full day. A uh, friend of the show, Sylvie, said Russian roulette. <laughs> that so. that did that did tickle the fact that Sylvia is like the the one woman front against against Salim, Salim. is like it's truly brave. We need bravery in these trying times. Yeah, I respect yeah. it. I do not ag- I do not agree with your opinions, but I will yeah. fight to the death. Much <laughs> much like much like Good Pussy Monday, Good Pussy Fridays. <laughs> I do not endorse Russian roulette. Yeah, but but I understand the significance it holds for some people. <laughs> Um, let's see. Uh, if you had to, from your girl KV, I believe, on Twitter, if you had to do a body share with a sin, but you couldn't choose any of the cardinal sins, greed, pride, etc., which sin would you choose, and what power would it give you? Also, if I were in quarantine with Salim, I would play Blades in the Dark with him. I need your help to figure out what's not a cardinal sin. Is it, like, like jacking off? Is that, like... So it says cardinal sins, greed, pride, etc. So that's like the seven deadly sins. Those are out. Yeah. But uh, like arson, you can still do. Oh, yeah. Arson would be a good one because then like I could show up to Roy Mustang squad and be like, what's up, everybody? I got flame powers. My 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 sin is going to be uh, coveting thy neighbor's wife. And I'm just beating the <laughs> shit out of uh, <laughs> out of havoc the whole time. <laughs> that was that was unfortunately Maze's. Uh, yeah. Alchemy power, very sad. Very sad. You burn the candle at both ends. <laughs> very few left. <laughs> I'm so worried about Roy Mustang's wife guy subordinate. <laughs> um Yeah, so what what yeah, mine just gives me the strength to fight wife guys, but only wife guys. Like I couldn't be in the UFC or something. It would as soon as Chance the Rapper says like, mm, I love my wife, I'm just like fucking flying through with the dive kick. Mm. into his head mine would be here's mine because this i'm going into like i'm 12 years old at books a million and we're mm-hmm. making like custom Yu-Gi-Oh cards mode mm-hmm. my sin would be idolatry which would give me all the powers of like every god okay that's i know that there's a ghost song called that so i know that's a real word yeah it's um. it's when you have a god that's not the oh it's, no it's called idolatrine oh like, like a, a toilet yeah <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I, in the in the liner notes for that um like album, uh, fucking Miriam Papa was just like finds the latrine. No, Papa was just like it was really stupid, so we wanted to do it. <laughs> well, that's that's his. That's I his agree. right. Uh-huh. Anyway, so you just have you're just all of them. Yeah, you're I just, just have all of the Egyptian fuck. god cards. Yeah. <laughs> Um, What's up? Next- I'm do I'm using my transfiguration powers owned. Oh, next I have from- I have stigmata now. Oh. <laughs> oh shit! Owned, gotcha. At Siberian Pine on Twitter, friend of the show says, "Would you rather get stabbed in the hand by Olivier Armstrong or shot in the foot by Maria Ross?" I mean, any time the option is getting shot or getting stabbed, I'm getting shot. Like, no yeah. questions asked. I don't Especially know it, it because. Would- uh, um, Armstrong would do the thing where she'll, like, stab you and then, like, twist it. Yeah, and I'm not learning how to write in the other hand. I'm not doing that. Mm. 
Like if they get me in the dominant hand, I'm I'm just done writing. Yeah, exactly. I won't be able to tell anybody how nice Salim is. I won't be able to do it. Mm-hmm. But it, then again, if I get shot in the in the foot, it'll hurt, help my uh, it'll hurt my punting, which mm-hmm. is problematic okay. for me. Okay. My vertical leap will probably suffer. Uh huh. I'd probably still go foot. I guess. Yeah, I'm, I'm going. I'm going foot. Um, let's see. Oh, we okay. This one from uh, a city dreamer on Twitter says Salim versus Boingo Jojo go. This is your realm, so the ball's in your court. Yeah, as the as the sun guy of, mm-hmm. of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my thing with Salim and Boingo Jojo. Mm-hmm. If I am stepping back, if I am putting away such fatherly things and just looking at these two these two boys as just sort of singular entities, mm-hmm. Salim's done a lot more naughty things than Boingo. Yeah, that's true. Boingo literally just wrote, drew a comic book and got depression because an evil dog was mean to him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Salim, very nice, very sweet, very powerful. <laughs> but, but, uh, he's also, you know, I don't, you wouldn't have to put Boingo in timeout. Brooks, you know I am sensitive to the uh, <laughs> Oingo Boingo brothers combi. <laughs> but, <laughs> You have $15 to create the perfect sun, and both of these are the $5 tier. (laughs) I think it's, if you're going objectively, it's Boingo, but, like, I do, I've grafted, like, I've imprinted onto Salim more. Mm. Uh, From the show, uh, Kay asked, has the lightning bolt hair guy always been in the show? Is Roy Mustang gaslight alchemisting me? If anyone knows who this fucking guy is, please let us know. Um... Let's wrap it. We got two rapid fire ones to finish up. Sure. Uh, from friend of the show, uh, Caroline on Twitter. Are Salim and the Elric's cousins? Their papas are clones. <laughs> I guess. Like, I, g- I guess? You could, you could argue that in a court of law. Yeah, it's once removed, I think, when you're like a, when you were born in a vat. Mm-hmm. Finally, tra- from. I'm just trying to like, the family uh-huh. reunion, I guess, would have pretty much everybody on the show, except for Denny Brosh. I think yeah, that's Denny pretty Brush much... is the only one not invited. Yeah, owned. Um, from Names Are Made Up on Twitter, would you rather fight ten Salim-sized sloths or one sloth-sized Salim? <sighs> I'm picking I... the ten, because I knew I would be intimidated by large Salim. If I'm, like, if I'm one of the... If I'm fighting ten Salim-sized sloths, I would simply, like, climb up to the second bunk on my bunk bed and be and t- fine. And turn the light off. Because they're just going to be like, what a bother, I'm not climbing up there. Uh-huh. But a sloth-sized Salim is going to, like, tunnel through the earth with, like, his nasty hands and, like, try to impale me. Yeah. I agree. I, yeah, and I know to- if I saw little, like, guys that look like sloth, I knew I wouldn't have to hold back against them. Like, I could use my full strength and just decimate them. That's true. Salim's mouths look like the nasty final boss in Undertale, and I'm not trying to, like... I'm mm-hmm. not trying to critique Salim. Mm-hmm. Critical support for Salim. Yeah, he, he but, could work on it, though. But yeah, we all have... Um, listen, he's not getting an E in conduct. He's getting an S, or perhaps even an N, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, but not a U. He's, yeah. he's, he's, he's got potential. Exactly. He's, you know, when I was in fourth grade, I didn't do a lot of my homework, and I had to, like, I had a one-on-one chat with the principal. Mm-hmm. 
about like, you know, you really need to shape up if you want to go get $80,000 of student loan debt. And I said, I will remember that forever. And I will. God, please. I cannot wait until that. (laughs) My principal said, don't you want to be in school literally 20 years from now? And I said, absolutely, chief. I cannot wait until then. What's better than this? Well, at you love to hear it on Twitter. Um, thanks for the questions. Uh, now I believe we, we do our Patreon thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a delicious, uh, let's see, Tropical Mango Powerade sitting next to me for the entirety of this podcast, and I have not dipped into it once. So, okay. Oh, and it looks like Kim's iPad is starting to ring, so. <laughs> oh, Kim got iPad. How about, um, can you bring up the, uh, the, the Patreon list? Can you bring up the password? Because I forgot to ask you over the next two, the last two weeks for it. Let me, okay, well. While everything is going off, let me see if I have that. It's extra content. It doesn't matter that it's not entertaining. The episode's longer. Exactly. It's just longer. Let me hit log out so hopefully I don't get back in. Um, okay. Let's, let's just do it that. from memory. Okay. All right. Let me see. I'm going to send it to you now on Twitter. Uh-oh. It's not sending. Oh, Hunter 2. Great. Great. Uh, let's see. Don't worry, I'll, I'll I'll definitely not edit this out. Whatever, I'm in. I'll do the read. I do have to stop this fucking iPad though. I it's it's, it's kind of a cool beat. Oh, there we go. Uh, Steve Jobs type beat. All right, <laughs> let me um just get to the page. There's um, a couple. There's a couple iPhone alarms that I would put on no slap, frankly. Which ones? Just just list them off while I go to the relationship manager. Uh, the fucking... I'm over the guitar strum. I'm over that. That's John Mayer shit to me. That's Bernie Bro to me. Mm-hmm. Um, don't care for that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, the one that's like... I've used that one too long, so that mm-hmm. one's just like... That one sounds like waking up at 4 a.m. Don't like mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. The other ones are good. All right, I got my... Uh, my list up. And remember, this is in um, machete order when I do it. So, mm. Oh, you know can... which one's good? Mm. The one that's like, bump, 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 bump. And there's a guy in the background going like, it's, it's, that one's fucking good. That one, that's your choice if you had to pick one? Yeah, that one kicks ass. <laughs> Alright. That one sucks. Alright, uh-huh. sorry, go ahead. Okay, so thank you to our best friend of the show and above tier. You gotta remember, you gotta be on your toes. You're not gonna know when I'm gonna hit you with the Eddard Stark. So yeah, you're right. You really gotta pay attention to this one. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> Ziva, Sophie, Silverier, Sarah, Lucky Dice, Kirby, Ducky, Aisha, Barrier Trio, Bean, Yupka, Weed Lord Vegeta, Walt, Valerie W, Tufster McGee. Going to the the next page now, and I hope it will keep everything in order. Uh, Sylvie, McAvoy, Stephanie Ruff, Sarah McClintock, Ryan Lester, Reliet, Rolly, R, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Onion Kalilof, Kalolifair. I'll get it. I'll get it. Uh-huh. Nick Jagged, Nicholas Tartaglioni, Neve Noel Williams, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jen, Lauren LeBlanc, Kristen Woodruff, Kay Darling, Josiah Prouse, Janos Capuvari, Hex of Lexi, Hecabee, Graham Rankin, Emily Vanderwolf, Eddard Stoink, Derek, Great Big Sword, Curse Goat, Caroline Savage, Brian Randall, Breakfast, B- Boy Gamista, Black Hayate <laughs> okay. is a very good boy, uh, Audrey Olson, uh, and 
Antigone Progon? Progon? Sure. Uh, let, let me know how to do that one. Uh, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Roy, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Patrick Gallagher, Matt Ribeiro. Matt Ribeiro. Josh Veal, Gigantic Larry, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, Evangeline, Alex Shout. Thanks, Thank pals. You. Thanks, pals. <sighs> okay, now, now I'm gonna take a big sip of my, uh, yeah, thank you for your service. With my tropical mango Powerade. Mm. And How thank you for listening. It's it's good. It's warm now. Oh, I'm sorry, but um, it's good. Make sure you make sure you chill it before the exhibition tonight. The exhibition. Oh yeah, my boys. Uh, thank you for listening. Five grams of iron. We'll see you in in two weeks with more of this. When sports like are still back. Sports are back. Um, see you this week for both Words and Deeds and, uh, Fun Point next weekend. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Mr. Ho. Thank you, um, that guy who's in the show now. Yeah. Stroheim looking ass. Thank Thank you you. to, uh, Father. I don't remember if he's done anything evil yet. I'm sure he will. He probably hasn't. I mean, we'll find out soon. Yeah, I feel like he's probably, because I, I, I'm still kind of unclear on, like, who the nasty flask man is. I like his so, whole deal. Cause like, yeah. isn't, but Salim was the first. No, father was father made. Salim was the first homunculus. But so then there's, there's homunculi and then there's just like a, a nasty little orb man who made them. Yeah. Yeah. The orb, orb okay, man became sense. dad and Salim. So was we don't dad. even really know where nasty, nasty orb man came from other than Theophrastus was there. And yeah, and, and he, he was, was like, in an orb. Weird. It was like this guy in Xerxes like found him in hell or whatever. Oh, okay. That yeah. makes a lot more sense. Yep. Anyway, struggle well, human. We cracked the code. Struggle well, human. Bye.